Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. Get ready for a very different, vulnerable, and uncensored conversation with Dr. Anthony Mattis and his amazing guests. They'll be sharing the powerful tools of access consciousness that have helped thousands of people all over the world to create change in every area of their lives. Hello, everyone. I am Dr. Anthony Madison. I will be sharing the amazing tools of access consciousness. These tools were created by Gary Douglas and co-created by Dr. Dane here. Just to give you a little background about me, I've been a chiropractor for over 20 years now, and before that, received a bachelor's degree in health and fitness. And so I've been working with, with bodies basically since the mid-1980s. So, you know, I know I'm dating myself here, but so, you know, working with bodies, helping people to create the lives that they'd like to have or life that love to have to contribute to people's lives, facilitate people through whatever traumas and dramas they may have experienced that are keeping them from, from creating the life that they like to create has been one of my greatest joys uh, since I, you know, been on this planet, so to speak. So I've always enjoyed helping people. And so, you know, give you just to go back a few steps. Um, back in 2011, uh, the mother of my children, uh, my wife, she had committed suicide. Uh, she was diagnosed with bipolar, also known as manic depression, uh, when she was 17 years old. So, you know, when I got into the marriage, I, I knew what I was getting myself. Actually, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Uh, let's keep that part real. But, but I felt like I could help her with all the different modalities I was studying at that time. So I've always been a seeker. Okay, not just uh, in the areas of healing, but also in the areas of spirituality, so to speak. And so, you know, without going into the specifics, I've studied so many different healing techniques and therapies. Um, I've studied a lot of different religions, uh, you know, from metaphysics to, you know, I had a guru for almost two years. Um, you know, then I was a non-denominational Christian. I was raised Catholic, but not really a practicing Catholic, blah, blah, blah. A lot of you have heard these stories before, I'm sure, but I was always seeking. And, and at the end of the day, what I had desired, not only for my own personal life, but for my professional life with my patients was that to help them get the best results possible and the fastest amount of time possible. But I always knew that that in order to help someone, in order to, to really contribute to someone's life, you had to look at the whole person. So when I was a chiropractor, you know, I took what we call a holistic approach to someone's health. And why? Because that's just how I looked at my life. You know, you know I knew that maybe if I was having issues with my body, it could be because I was having, you know, upsets about something else over here. You know, stress to me has always been the number one cause of why your our bodies aren't working right and um you know if you're not happy <laughs> how's your body gonna be happy you know and so i was on i went on a quest so to speak to find techniques and modalities can that that can get to those places that that kind of bypass the cognitive mind so to speak because there are a lot of you out there that have tried a lot of different techniques You've read a lot of different books. You've, you went to a lot of different motivational speaker seminars and, and whatnot, and you'd feel good for about two or three days. And then, you know, it's like life 
You go back to life as you know it. And so when I can honestly tell you that every area of my life was like <laughs> a, a gross frustration, uh, money, m- you know, my career, you know, I was a great healer, great with my hands as a chiropractor, but I didn't have a thriving practice. You know, I was a father of three when their mom committed suicide, took her life, you know, and at that point, her and I together, we studied everything, everything. And she'd be sane and stable for a little while. And then those episodes would kind of creep back in, which is, you know, the nature of that particular illness, at least so the allopathic community says. And so when she made that choice, and not to mention her mother made the same choice eight years prior, okay? When she made that choice, I was literally on my knees, you know, I'm like, God, I don't get it for someone who's been seeking your face, playing by all the rules, so to speak, you know, as a Christian, right? And then we had a guru before we were supposed to balance our energies if we practiced all our techniques, which we did. Everything we did, we did it full on, full on. And when she made that choice, here I am, a widower at the the time at age 41 years old. I have three kids. They were 10, 8, and two and a half two boys and a girl. Uh, now they're 20, 17, and my daughter's about to be 12. And which, by the way, being a father has been probably the greatest gift in my life. And um, I love being a dad. I've always wanted to be a dad. And so even when she made that choice, I made a commitment or a demand that I wasn't going to let that destroy us. I wasn't going to let that define who we were as a family. And so at that time when she made that choice, you know, going through intense grieving, because it wasn't something that I expected. It wasn't something that I saw coming. And I was angry. I was angry at the people at my church. (laughs) I'm not going to get into that story. That's another topic for another day. Uh, I was angry at God. Um, I was angry at all the different techniques, modalities, gurus, mentors that I had, not because it was their fault. Okay, but because for a family that had um, submerged themselves into so many things, and you know, we'd go to the highest level with them all, and to have it end up like that, her still making that choice, right? I'm still struggling financially. I'm like an unhappy, you know. I I always sort of had said before, which is not the case now, but it was most of my life that I had this like low grade chronic depression, you know, and I'll talk about in my future episodes, what that was, what I've come to learn, what that all was and stuff like that. But I'm just trying to give you a background of, of, you know, where I've been, you know? And so aside from that tragedy, aside from trying to get the kids and I through that moment, I had to take a cold, hard look at like my life, you know, it's like, was I satisfied as a healer? Was I satisfied as a professional? Was I satisfied with, you know, the amount of money that was coming in? Was I satisfied with where I was living at the time? And it was like, no, 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 and no. And I'm like, there's got to be something out there. There's got to be, because I've done, I did all the techniques. I did all the modalities. I had all the different gurus and stuff like that. And then I went to church and, you know, and I did that and literally go out in the streets and lay my hands on people, pray in the name of Jesus. You know, I did everything I did. I did balls to the wall, okay? balls to the wall. And I had a lot of great experiences that 
will be with me for the rest of my life, okay? And I'm not dissing religion. I'm not dissing all the other different techniques and modalities. But if you hear any banging, it's me banging the table. <laughs> it's the second time I'm doing this, by the way. And look, I got, I'm Italian. I talk with my hands. And sometimes you may hear the banging of the table. So I'm not doing this one again. <laughs> so anyway, but I studied so many different techniques and modalities. And I'm like, how is it that for someone who had put all this time into all these different things, pretty much had nothing to show for it, like nothing. So I, I literally was like, God, there's got to be a tech. Plus, I went to shrinks and all that stuff, too. I did it. And the, all the therapists, they loved me. They loved me. Why did they love me? They loved me because I was like an open book. They didn't have to use their tricks to get me to talk about stuff. I was Mr. Hey, here's my heart. It's on my sleeve. Go for it, you know? And But it was just all conscious to conscious, maybe subconscious. I mean, I was like, here's my subconscious too, you know? But it was like, whatever was stopping me, yeah, I was stopping me, okay? Nobody's to blame, right? But I wasn't able to figure out how to change the things that weren't working for me in my life. And I was really pissed. I was pissed because I was like, damn it, I've tried so freaking hard. I read all these different books. Nothing seems to change. Nothing seems to be moving forward. And it seems like it works for everybody else. And it's like, I, I was always one of those guys. I was like, why does it work for that guy? Not me, you know? And so along comes access consciousness. And, you know, gosh, where do I, where do I start? And, and, and that's why I want to do these podcasts because I'm going to have so many different amazing guests on, on these podcasts as well who, who I've had the privilege to meet all over the world. This is just in my hometown. I mean, these tools are so amazing. They have blessed my life so much so that I closed my chiropractic practice down to be an access consciousness facilitator full time. And I've been traveling the world. And when I can honestly tell you, my, all my dreams are coming true. And I'm helping people at a level that I always wanted to help them before, but couldn't with the different techniques and modalities I was doing. All right. And again, it's not to diss those, those therapies, but it was like, what actually probably needed to occur is I needed to get the change in my life because those places where I was stuck, those places where I was locked and no matter what I did, I couldn't quite access that to change it. No therapist could, you know, not to mention my late wife who, who took her life because she was really in a state of hopelessness. And in future episodes, I'm going to talk about different points of view I have in and around mental illness. That's given me so much more clarity as to what we could have done for her had I known about access consciousness at that time. And so I ha have absolutely no regrets, no regrets whatsoever. We did the best that we could at the time with the tools we had available to us. But I wasn't going to stop. And I was literally like, God, there's got to be a technique out there that gets to those places where it's beyond the unconscious mind, so to speak. Because I, I dug it all up. <laughs> I dug it all up. And didn't change it. Couldn't change it. Until access came along. And so what I want to share with you uh, in these podcasts coming up are just am these amazing tools that, that began to pull me out of the despair, the grief, the sorrow, not just because of the tragedy, 
mainly because that's what my life felt like since I was a kid. There was just always this heaviness, like this dark gray cloud that followed me everywhere that I went. And, you know, from, I think the only thing I felt like I had going for me when I was a kid was, you know, I was a, I was a decent athlete. <laughs> okay. But I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a large man. Right. So when it came to like, when the kids started growing, right. And going through period, doing all their thing, it was like, I wasn't developing quite like they were. So it's like being an athlete started, that started not becoming like an outlet for me anymore because people were getting bigger and stronger. So I was like, fuck, you know, and the school system certainly didn't do me any favors because they pretty much made me feel like I was an idiot. Uh, you know, so it was like so many different insecurities that, that I was struggling with for, for most of my life. And again, access consciousness comes along and keep in mind, I resisted to, I resisted the work. The only reason why I kept going to the classes in the beginning was because my sons enjoyed the classes, the beginner's classes. And we'll talk about those, those different classes in future podcasts and stuff. And I kept going for them. And my point of view was like, you know, I'm probably a lost cause because I've, I've spent so much money. I've tried so many different things. And it's like, you know, here we go again with another technique, another modality. And the kids liked it. And I saw the ease that the classes were giving them. Well, the first class that you go to is called the bars, okay? And it deals with these 32 points on your head, which carry... Um, the electromagnetic components of all your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs in the areas of money, body, sexuality, sadness, joy, healing, and a bunch of other things. And it's a very gentle technique. You just hold your hand on these different points in your head. And what it does to the brain waves and whatnot, there's really no words for it. No words for it. And um, I'll have a whole episode just talking about my journey with that. Okay. So. If you're at all interested, please stay tuned because what I'm here to tell you, okay, there's probably enough background about me. What I'm here to tell you is that your past doesn't have to dictate your future. I don't care what you've been through. I know a lot of people have been through way worse things than me, okay? And my life was not always easy, even before my first wife's suicide. My life was not always easy, okay? There was a lot of drama and trauma in my life, a lot. In fact, most of it. <laughs> And I had a lot of insecurities growing up. I always felt like I was behind the eight ball, so to speak. And so, you know, when access came along, I resisted and I resisted, resisted it because I was like, I'm a lost cause. The kids loved it. I'm like, okay, let me keep going back. And then all of a sudden my life started changing dynamically. And I started to realize that my past doesn't have to dictate my future. And I'm here to say to you, no matter what you've been through, no matter what abuses you've had verbally, physically, sexually, that doesn't have to be your future. And there's so many available resources in the tools of access consciousness that it can help you in those areas. They can help you not be bounded by those experiences. You can create a different future. Okay. You can create a different future. And, you know, even when I was using the tools in the beginning, I didn't even necessarily know if they were working or not. Like I kind of did them begrudgingly. Okay. And, um, and part of what like inspired me was I happened to get a call from Dr. Dane here the co-creator. He didn't know me from a hole in the wall, but he responded to an email I had sent him 
And there was something about his voice in reaching out to me. And basically he said to me, the universe has your back. And he said that to me in a time in my life where I didn't feel like the universe or God had my back. I felt like, in fact, God forgot about me. The universe forgot about me. I felt like the universe always forgets about me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was my point of view at the time. And he goes, I just want you to know, he's like, I read your story. He's like, he gave me some tools and some clearings like we, we do in Access, create space for you, for us. And I didn't meet him for another two years after that phone call. In fact, I thought about not continuing with Access a hundred different times. But the results were undeniable. And that's why I kept going back. That's why I went to the next class. Okay. And it was amazing because money was a struggle for me. Money was an issue. And I'd finally had gotten out of credit card debt. And I may, I'm like, you know what? If these tools really work, the money will show up. And sure enough, the money came. I used the tools that you learn to use in, in the, the, the ways that um, Access shows you in the different books and different classes. And the money came for me to be able to go to those classes. And it wasn't until two years later, I was in the front row. I'm like, hey, Dr. Dane, you remember me? I'm that guy you called two years ago. And like, he cried, I cried. And, and now I'm actually working on Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here's body doing this magical work called um, ASB, which comes from the world of ESB, uh, Energetic Synthesis of Being, which is what Dr. Dane here has created. And he teaches this magnificent work in Symphony of Possibilities, SOP. So it's like, here I am, I'm working on the guys who created this magnificent modality, this magnificent set of pragmatic tools. And I'll even talk about how that all showed up too, but it's been nothing short of one miracle after another. And that's all I can say. Not only has it changed my life and it's made it exponentially greater, but it's also changed the lives of my children. My older son now is the United States Marine Corps. Um, my younger son, he's 17 now, he's actually pursuing a career in, in acting. He's actually been in a couple of major motion pictures, uh, a short film, he's in a TV pilot, and he's auditioning right now, currently, for uh, lead and supporting roles. So, I mean, and my daughter is just doing cross country, she's going to school, and she's so outgoing. She does theater herself, she plays guitar. You like, have we been through our struggles as a family? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. But if you met us, you'd have no idea that their mom killed themselves. I'll tell you that. Okay? We're doing amazing because of these amazing tools and the gift that Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here have been to us in our lives and, and the tools of access consciousness. And the beautiful part about access is you don't have to give up anything. One of the mantras they say is consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. So whether you're a Christian, Arab, um, you know, Jewish, whatever, or Buddhist, you don't have to give that up. They're tools. <laughs> They're tools. They're tools designed to create ease in your life, ease for your body. They're tools to help you to break out or break free from your, the, the abuses that maybe that you had. So you don't have to be dictated by those things anymore. They're just tools. Are they different? Yeah, very different. Remember, I studied a lot of different techniques and modalities, man. And like, 
it probably by far the weirdest, wildest, wackiest tools I've ever come across. Okay, but you won't be singing kumbaya dancing around a fire or anything like that. You know what I mean? They're just they're they're weird, they're wild, they're wacky, but they're they work. <laughs> they work, and I have no doubt in my mind they can change the face of mental illness on the planet. No doubt in my mind. But the people have to choose it. You gotta you have to use the tools for them to work. You have to use the tools for them to work. And even when I was resisting the tools they were working, <laughs> and I can't say that about any of the other stuff I did. The other stuff I did, I jumped in with both feet. I had nothing to show for it. With access, I was kind of like sticking my toes in it. And my life was changing like that. So my invitation to you is come play, come listen. Because um, I want you to know that, again, your past does not have to dictate your future. You don't have to be defined by the events that occurred in your life. You literally have a different choice. There are different possibilities for you. So I'm going to leave you with one tool, okay? One of the tools we, we, we teach in Access is to like live in 10-second increments. Because a lot of times what we do is like before we make a decision about anything, we always reflect on past mistakes, right? Or past successes even. And so a lot of times before we actually make a choice, we, ref we reference the past. And if we quote unquote fucked up a lot, <laughs> right? But there's no mistakes. If you look at every choice you make as just giving you awareness, not to judge yourself as, a, as that it was the wrong choice or the right choice, but it's just a choice that gave you awareness. Then you won't be in fear about choosing again moving forward. So if you had 10 seconds, so here's the tool. If you had 10 seconds to live the rest of your life, what would you choose? Would you be thinking about the past? No. Would you be worrying about the future? No. You wouldn't. I know I didn't. And what that helped me to do is that helped me to get present was what was possible in that moment. Because living in 10 second increments and making a choice in those 10 seconds creates a different future or creates the same future if you're not willing to choose something different. And I, if you remember at the beginning of this conversation, I was not willing to be defined by the children's mother's choice, my late wife's choice of suicide. I wasn't gonna be defined by my lack of success. I wasn't gonna be defined by being a widower at 41 years of age, okay? And so, I kept asking myself those questions when I'd find myself wallowing in the past or freaking it out, freaking out about the future. Like, am I ever going to have the things that I've, and it's not about material things. It's not about that. It's about the joy of living. <laughs> really. It's about the joy of living. I wasn't having the joy of living. I can tell you right now, I have the joy of living. I have the joy of living and it's possible for you. And no, I'm not taking any medications. I didn't even take medications when my late wife passed away. So what's possible for you? If you had 10 seconds to live the rest of your life, what would you like to be surrounded by? You want to live in a city? You want to live in the mountains or by the sea? If you had 10 seconds to live the rest of your life, what would you like to do for like a living that would actually create money in your life? What would be fun for you? 
if you had 10 seconds to live the rest of your life, what would you say to your kids? Like, what would you really like to leave them with if you had 10 seconds left to live the rest of your life? Besides, hey, I love you. So we call this this podcast Conversations and Consciousness because that's what we're going to be doing. It's going to be real. It's going to be authentic. I don't hold anything back. So for some of you, it may be inappropriate. I don't know, but I'm tired of being politically correct and all that stuff, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we're just going to keep it real. No skeletons in any closet over here, okay? Because we really want to, my, my target is to reach those people who are tired of the bullshit, the bullshit in their own lives, the bullshit in this world and all that. And it's like, what would you like to create? I would like to leave this planet a better place in a better state and position than, than when I arrived. I don't know about you. What legacy would you like to leave behind for your family? Cool. Well, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, I'm super grateful. And uh, yeah, I would look forward to seeing you. And I can't wait to have all these amazing guests that jump on this um, amazing conversations. Bye for now. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more about Anthony, please come visit dranthonymatters.com. And if you'd like to know more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com.